The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I, there's some there's some things that I'm doing a little different here. Uh, after the show yesterday with Michael... Uh, he had noticed that on his end there was a little bit of sync issue. So those of you on the video platforms, you're seeing, you may be seeing some of that. I know you see it when you play it back, but when it's going out live, it looks just fine. So I look to see if we can sort that. Uh, the only thing I could come up, the only solution I'd come up with is instead of capturing a window, I'm going to capture a monitor, or a screen. So that's why it looks a little different because my screens are ultra wide, except for on the laptop, and on the laptop it's the regular size. So if it looks a little stretched, we'll deal with that. If it syncs 
Lynn up this morning, <laughs> so her lips match her words, and we'll 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 check out we'll check that out. So you let me know what you're you guys are seeing out there. Give me some feedback on that. Uh, because of what we're doing here. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you'd like to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face is made for radio, Hit, uh, go down to uh, SonsofLibertyMedia.com, right side of the page, and you'll see that we're streaming right there. Also right above that is a Bradley show from yesterday. By the way, if you if you blow that up, the live stream, and click on the platform icon, you can join us in the chat. Love to see you guys in there. It's great always to see our regular listeners in there, and we thank you for your support. You you have no idea how encouraging that is. Right above where the videos are for the live stream, and by the way, Bradley will be on at 3 p.m. Eastern. You can catch him there at sonsoflibertymedia.com, is where you can uh, sign up for your email our email newsletter, and again, you'll get that later in the evening. That's all the articles we have out, including the Morning Show Archive. So all the stuff we talk about will be in the Morning Show Archive. Same uh, title as on the video platform, and we're talking about artificial intelligence today. So <clears throat> if you'd like to uh, get in on that, sign up for the email newsletter. Also, we're streaming live on BeforeIt'sNews.com, t- top of the page, uh, Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Twitch at Setting Rush Fires and also DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. And if you've got a Roku device, we're on there on Cutting Edge TV. If you'd like to support The Sons of Liberty, you agree with our message, there's a donate button at the top of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation. Or you can become a monthly partner with us as a son or daughter of liberty. And uh, that link is also available at the top of the page. And then our store is available. And this week, guess what? You guys, I love Squarespace. I don't know why it is they'll load the page and not the picture sometimes. It's just weird. You can hit the reload and it'll come right back up. Uh, But in any case, uh, the store this week, this week only, through Saturday at midnight, anything you want, as much as you want, throw it in the cart, use the promo code SAVE2021, and you'll save 10% off the whole order, whatever you get. One item, 10 items, 100 items, whatever you want, Uh, T-shirts, coffee mugs, water bottles, books, CDs, DVDs, all this stuff, uh, hats and toboggans. Uh huh. Yep, you can get a toboggan uh, right there in the store, and you can save ten percent with Save Twenty Twenty One. That's the promo code. If you want to, you know, get that ten percent off, now's the time to do it. Get something for yourself. Get some gifts. Whatever, whatever you want to do there. I'm not a good salesman, I'll tell you that. But in any case, uh, with that said, I do want to let, let you know one thing just before uh, we bring Lynn on. And that is, <clears throat> um, I'm not going to talk a lot about it, but there's a lot of things in the works. And that is with Kate Shimrani, our, our uh, health and wellness expert on Saturdays. Uh, she has a team of people helping her now, which is great. Um, spoke with one of them and we're just going to kind of keep it under wraps but i do want you to know uh to continue to pray for her and to pray for her team as they put things together they're supposed to present some things today so we'll let kate in on that but i just want to encourage you to pray for her and for her team in this because they really are trying to stick it to her okay they they really are it's a pretty serious issue and some people have have said you know well we don't know what's going on well You'll find out soon enough. You really will. Um, so in any case, I uh, just want to let you know that. Continue to keep Kate in your prayers. And uh, But for today, it's Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And as always, we have the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. <laughs> it's good to see you. And um, 
you know, I always forget to play the music. I, I got too many <laughs> things going on. And uh, so I wanted to make sure. Whoops, I went to the wrong thing. I, I want to make sure that we play the music because this is what this is all about. This is about education uh, on Wednesdays. And actually, we, we often talk about indoctrination. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We have had shows where we actually talked about real education, and that's been right. good too. Uh, but we're here and we're talking about indoctrination. And the latest thing, Lynn, you got is this push for this artificial intelligence. Now, I'm going to tell you, just in mm-hmm. looking at artificial intelligence, it sounds very Terminator-esque to me. That's where it sounds mm-hmm. like it goes. Um, mm-hmm. But I realize that there can be good things that can be done with artificial intelligence. I, I believe there are some things that can be done that are good but the problem is you've got corrupted man. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. So uh, tell us what we got on tap today. Okay. Well, this is to follow up on that uh, new bill of rights that the uh, Biden administration is pushing. And this new bill of rights, if you'll remember from our previous show on this subject, Tim, it was this opinion piece that had been written by two of the chief officers in the Office of Science and Technology Policy that with all the AR, we have to have a new Bill of Rights. And so it's supposed to help rein in some of that evil that the AI industry can do with all this. But again, when you funnel it through all the parameters that this artificial intelligence is going through, it is not for the betterment of us. It is not for the betterment of our society. It is for the complete control. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about, about when you put this kind of Mm -hmm. power as it were, Mm -hmm. in the hands of corrupt men. And they've already shown themselves to be corrupt. A lot of the people who are pushing this, a lot of the corrupt, uh, the corporations who are pushing it have already Mm -hmm. shown, demonstrated themselves to be corrupt. And so that's why I say it can be used for, yeah, it can be used for good, but the problem is the corruption of man. Right. Well, I want folks to understand this is not just at the feet of Biden and his administration. You and I did an interview back in 2020, and this is in the resources as well. And I think it was early 2022, Tim, um, where we showed how Trump's administration had, by and large, kicked this can way down the road and gotten everything ready so that when Biden came in, Biden could just pick up where Trump left off. Yep. So I want to point out, this is not, again, a one-party issue. This is a people issue. And if you would be so kind, um, for those who are watching, I want you to see this this first image. I've got a little short story to tell you about it. And if you're not able to see it, hopefully in the archives you can. But basically what it is, is it is a picture of a person who's holding his head in his hand. And I wanted to tell you just a little bit about that picture. That is actually a picture that I took in a a small community uh, theater production. And the play was all about losing yourself to different things. And this one image uh, that a student who was in this production made struck me. And I've used it a time or two on my blog to illustrate just how separated this system wants our head to be from our heart yeah it's a it's a little weird is that like saran wrap they've got that is saran <laughs> wrapped wrap. around something there i just uh, yeah it's it's, it's kind of it's kind of strange how, 
Yeah, I don't know how, but that was part of the point, especially with the artificial intelligence. I don't know. There was something about it that that spoke to me. But you know, I, I'm weird, and and it's okay. Uh, well, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I think is, it. That I think is it, saran wrap. I think it does have sort of that imagery that you see, sort of they do in films where they're not trying to make somebody male or female. They're just that they're this automaton or whatever. That's you know the round mm-hmm. circle head and the kind of the limbs that are not really defined and things like that it kind mm-hmm. of has that what's that word it's a mix between a, a human and a droid uh, android i guess is what it is i, I guess i don't yeah, know that's but that's it, what it I looks just like wanted... just for the radio audience just so they know <laughs> okay well anyway we are going to have the original article that i did on this new bill of rights we're going to have the first interview that you and I did, and we'll also have that 2020 interview so that folks can go back on their own time and trace this because, you know, again, it didn't start with just one administration and it's not going to end with one administration. Okay. Okay. All right. So for today, uh, if you'll remember on that first, uh, article and interview, we talked about these joint webinars that this Office of Science and Technology Policy were going to be hosting with these private entities, again, public-private partnerships, which we know are fascism, and three of them are in today's um, archives for folks, or will be, and one of them is the Joint Center for Political and Economic Studies. They joined the federal government for artificial intelligence and developing, are you ready, more civic justice. Now, uh, the video is about an hour long, and there are some timestamps that I'm going to give you. And of course, this will be in the archives, so don't worry if you can't write it all down. Uh, from the beginning to uh, one minute twenty eight mark, you will hear the spiel that every one of these webinars no matter what group it is that's partnering with the Office of Science and Technology Policy, will give you as to why we need a new Bill of Rights, okay? So you'll have that. Then from 2.47 to 5.06, it's the voice, the tone of expression, and the language that is coming out from the host that is worth seeing because as we know, it's not so much what we say, Tim, it's how we say it and how we change our tone of voice, how we use our expression to get across our true meaning. So you'll have that as well. Uh, some of the things that were pointed out in that is that AI is going to make our lives much, much easier, um, <laughs> that the harms of in, but the harms of artificial intelligence will fall historically on those excluded communities. So in order to stop that, we need to use civic justice, AKA social bullying to create a more fair playing field for everyone. Okay. Uh, Artificial uh, artificial intelligence, big tech is rooted in our common democratic values. Yeah, except we don't have any. I I understand that. (laughs) I understand it. Equality, accountability, justice, and integrity are the roadmap of these democratic principles, which will ensure that all artificial intelligence and all Americans benefit from this new innovation. And what have we said about the government when it comes to innovation, Tim? It's code for what? 
data tracking, data mining, and what is artificial intelligence all about? The same thing. The same thing. Okay. Uh, The next timestamp that you want will be the, like I said, the 247 to 506. Uh, Valid points were made in this about artificial intelligence, but it's a data grab that will only get worse regardless of social status or skin color. And this is the very thing that the center wants to try to eliminate. So again, this is not going to lessen the gaps that we have. It's going to further divide us because the more you're divided, the easier you are to control. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and that's why I'm I'm actually happy to see people getting together uh, with regard to the medical tyranny that we're finding. Look, we we're going we're going to make distinctions of our belief systems and our worldviews, but at least we can all recognize when tyranny is a front uh, and uh, mm-hmm. and and fight against that. The same thing ought to be true here, Lynn. People should grasp what's going on here. That it is a means to control. And, yeah, they always tell us, I laugh at that, they always tell us, this will make your life easier. Well, the problem is, one, it's, it's, a, it's a pain oftentimes to figure out whatever they've done first. And then when you learn it, they swap it up on you every two or three months. Uh, and, then, right. and then it ends up making us stupid on things that we should be knowledgeable about. And I think about uh, some of the, the portrayal of, you know, if you've read books uh, or mm-hmm. if you've read or if you've seen films where they portray the future and you have all of these conveniences that make your life easier, well, the people really are, are made stupid because they don't know how to change a tire or in the future some kind of mm-hmm. you know gravitational mm-hmm. thing or whatever. They, they don't know how to do these things because something else is doing it for them and they never learn how to do those things. So I, I'm with you in the fact that this is really part of the dumbing down by sounding mm-hmm. like we're making technological advances, which we are making them, but it, it really dumbs us down. Right. And I wanted to point out, you had said, you know, about the healthcare. Two of the main listening sessions that were put out by this Office of Science and Technology Policy and the federal government. Okay. One was on November the 18th. The other was on November the 29th. Conveniently, the Office of Science and Technology Policy does not have archived versions of those sessions for us to go back and listen to. And the reason why I'm pointing that out is because they are specifically on, both of, both sessions are specifically on artificial intelligence in our biometrics, which will very much so pull in your health care. And we've already seen biometrics used in education to slot children into interventions and behavioral management systems set forth by the government, not their health care professional. Yep. yep. Okay, so let's move on with this one, because at 614, you will see that the U.S. Department of Labor joins in this conversation for civic justice. And of course, we know that that means education and jobs have to be aligned. All right. Uh, 627, again, look at the face, look at the language and what's being said. 707 is your first mention of academia, but it's not for classical education at all. It is to blur the lines between work and education. Okay. Uh, Then at the nine minute mark, all about discriminations because all these discriminations will shift and, and, and somehow magically disappear. 
No, they're not. They are absolutely not. We are seeing this set up now where people are being discriminated over a simple choice. Okay. And then the last thing I want to bring up about this is at the 10-10 mark, because of COVID, we've had to move all our education online. Thus, it's the perfect example of why we need to beef up AI, especially in education. Now, the one clip I want us to play starts about 1126, because I want you to hear this professor of law at the University of Nebraska, what she has to say about the data mining that's going on in education. But again, look at the body language. And again, if you can't see it, trust me, you're going to wonder what what kind of med is she on because it's it's really something. Okay. All right. I'm getting it straight. I'm getting it okay. set up here. You said 1126 is the one. I yes. had all these other ones yes. up. So let's make sure that I'm we sorry. get the right yeah, place. It's a, yeah, it's 11. 26. Okay. And this is Elena Z E I D E. All right. I'm bringing Elena up here. And we're I could not believe her. what I heard. I mean, I could, but it was like, really? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to, we're going to play Elena here and here she comes. And trying to make sure to monitor them, to survey them, to make sure that they're not uh, cheating or sharing information appropriately. But there's a lot of other systems that are being put in place that, uh, with, that uh, without the, the pandemic, uh, the most popular uh, are, at the moment are systems for student monitoring. Uh, these can be facial recognition systems. They can be systems that monitor what students do online. It can uh, track their movements through their phones. And these are often put into place to try to monitor them for security reasons, uh, if there's if students Ah, uh, yes, the security reasons. Gun safety reasons. Um, and also to monitor their mental health. Uh, there's also their mental health new systems yep. to support school decision making. This can be academic decision making about student placement or advancement or even admissions decisions, assessment to assess their learning, their soft skills, uh, possibly learning disabilities, and uh, tools, especially automated tools. They're now being used to for instruction to essentially, you know. The, a non-3D version of the robot teacher that are, you know, teaching students through uh, adaptive so-called personalized learning systems. And these are all intended to provide better quality education and academic advising at scale, uh, especially to students who might not other have access to a certain level of instruction or support. But uh, similar to things we've seen during the pandemic, uh, they are often being implemented without sufficient thoughtfulness by either the vendors that create them or the schools that are implementing them uh, and not necessarily considering their impact on privacy, equality, and pedagogy. Uh, for privacy, um, legally, most of them are uh, you know, up to legal standards and comply with the primary federal student privacy law, FERPA, um, but under this Can law, you stop right there? Uh, which was created in 1974, uh, you know, when technology. Okay. She just told you that most everything was protected under FERPA. Yep. Tim, how, how many shows have we done on the reality that FERPA was gutted? Yep. So that the privacy was not even, it, it's like a fallacy. It, it's a thin veil. And we've done so many shows over that. So I just wanted you to to, to um, pause it for me to say that because people need to understand FERPA, HIPAA, 
PIPA, all the, the, all the supposed privacy laws are muted because of the Every Student Succeeds Act when it said that it was going to increase the amount of interventions based on what she just said about the assessments for disabilities and mental health and soft skills. That's your attitudes, your values, and your beliefs. So she's telling you what we've already discussed, but you're hearing it not from you and I, you're hearing it from someone who's pushing this. Yeah. And by the way, for people who are listening online, uh, this chick has the look of uh, the Australian tyrant prime minister down there that I forget what her name is, but I uh, had a video the other day of her talking and then of her in, I guess, her younger days when she had a little different hair deal uh, huffing on her bong. So maybe she's still doing that. Who knows? And that's why some of this is know, easily controlled. It, right. In the in my article for um, this particular show that we're doing, I linked you to her profile at the University of Nebraska. And when you look at what she does and you look at where she's been, she's got ties to Bloomberg. Well, duh, there's no surprise. And she also is a former, um, I believe it is, uh, media reporter. So, you know, and then she. So she she's a useful law. idiot. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I wanted folks to see that. Okay? okay. Because you need to understand that they're telling you precisely in these, these webinars, these so-called experts are telling you precisely what we've been telling you for years, but they're also giving you insight into information of how they're doing it, who they're working with. So it's not that, Oh, well, I don't have time to listen to it because Tim and Lynn have already said it. No, you need to listen so that you can find out where in your backyard this stuff is coming in hard and fast. Yeah. Let me let me finish this up. Thank you, Mr. Wordsworth. Sure. It is true. It's the lady was from New Zealand, not Australia. I'm sorry about that. Ah, okay. okay. So okay. here's here's the rest of this uh, little section here. Yes. Technology was not what it was today. Uh, the most of the concern was about sharing information with outsiders. So this law does not uh, allow a lot of autonomy to students and parents in terms of being able to opt in or out of different technologies. And it doesn't have a lot of uh, control over what schools themselves do with student information. It still permits the creation of detailed longitudinal records that may tie students to uh, their past, to their early mistakes in ways that might uh, preclude future opportunities. What in and the world? this only creates the potential for uh, a lot of chilling effects as more and more information, especially with sensor devices, video monitoring, uh, can really chill students' expression. It can chill liberty. Their love of learning. This sounds, oh my good, hold on, oh, hold on. Uh, <laughs> okay, this sounds this sounds like she wants a 1984 kind of cell for your kids like Winston had, where the, the, the eye is looking at him, make sure he does his exercise, make sure he's eating what he's supposed to eat, make sure he's reading what he's supposed to read and not looking at something he's not supposed to, and he's keeping in line like a good little commie. This is... She's talking about it's chilling on education. Come on. This is chilling on liberty, if you ask me. Well, did you notice that uh, she I, said I, it could it, it could adversely affect their love for learning? Yeah. When is the last time you have talked to anyone in the past 10 years who has gone through public education or community college or university and just told you how much they loved learning? Yeah. Well, I, I well, I got to tell you, my daughter loves learning. 
My oldest daughter, she told me right. one day, she said, Dad, if I could just be a professional student, I said, well, you are a professional student. Everybody is learning constantly. That's not, yeah. you're just not usually getting paid for it or whatever, but you're, right. you're constantly learning. And I, I think it's great that, that people want to learn. That's great. And, and dive into but it themselves. Again, but this kind of stuff right here is just downright creepy. And I understand everybody is constantly learning, and I don't have a problem with that. But again, in what context and who is framing it? That is what people are always trying to leave out. Yep. Well, it's okay because, you know, they're learning. Well, who, who's, who's leading and where are they leading? And what and are who, they learning Yes, exactly. All right. So let's um, move on because I know that uh, we don't need to get bogged down. New America, they were the co-host for our next um, webinar, and this was for social welfare development. In other words, more nanny state control. All right. Uh, Let me give you a little bit of insight on this one. Okay. Same opening. Uh, If you listen to the new America representative. Again, you'll hear uh, the person say, oh, this is all about democratic values. Okay. Now, they also believe that artificial intelligence and big tech need a seat at every policy table, which impacts our lives. So in other words, that would be your what? Your education, your health care, your job. Your what? Uh, let's see what else. Uh, where you live, how you live, uh, what you do. Policy is not law. It is an interpretation of law. And again, depending on whose uh, think tank is behind this, is going to be what agenda is being pushed in the policy. Now, New America is a real special bunch because we've we've done stuff on them before. Uh, they believe that all this AI and big tech at every policy table, Tim, will marry up with the international human rights that we all have and enjoy and have been told are ours. Yeah, did that's you hear, the, <clears throat> well, did that's you hear the, anything about the Constitution? No, no, no. Well, that and that's part of the that's part of the problem is, yes, there are God given rights and they'll tell you that to make it sound like they're speaking about liberty. This is the problem I have with what you're talking about with uh, the the these new Bill of Rights that we need for artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Well, my goodness. It's almost as if they're wanting to say, we're God, we're creating artificial intelligence, and we're going to determine what rights you have and what you don't. We're going to play God, which is what the beast system does. Why? Because it mimics its father, who is Mm -hmm. none other than Satan himself. And so it, it distorts the reality of who God is, what he is doing in the earth, and what his creation is supposed to be doing. I mean, I see that. That seems so clear to me that they're distorting that reality to to try to make a reality of their own that's not right. reality. Well, this next clip we're going to play, I want you to listen for COVID and trust, okay? And this starts around the five-minute mark, and we're going to end around 7.20. Okay. Now, this is on the uh, New American? New American. Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah. where, where are we picking up to start? Five-minute five mark, and we're going to go to about 7.20. Okay, let me get it up there. Okay. And we're about ready to go here. And listen for COVID and trust. Okay. Peak pandemic. 
most governments struggled to deploy immediate and accessible economic relief to administer effective contact tracing systems or manage basic vaccine distribution programs. Those kinds of shortcomings erode public trust. Many of our loved ones and neighbors had more confidence in their ability to receive a box of masks and hand sanitizer in the mail overnight than to understand their eligibility and claim status of pandemic-related unemployment insurance. For the public sector to be effective in the 21st century, we will need to pursue simultaneous initiatives to develop digital public infrastructure that increases trust, accountability, uh -oh. and security of critical digital systems. Uh -oh. We can all agree that algorithms and systems that make decisions with huge social implications would benefit from more transparency. No, we can't. Well, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. Rather than addressing the harms after they occur. Relying on the private sector to solely develop and administer foundational digital systems. That's that not going to be what happens. Connect, transfer and share information will not lead to equitable results. We must intentionally elevate and center the voices of the constituencies most affected by the problems that algorithms are being deployed to address. Together, open societies can deliver on the gains and promise of digital transformation while respecting human rights and privacy if they are committed to techniques that put people first. Better solutions they never do. to digital identity, digital payments, health data exchanges, social protection data exchanges are all within our reach, but we have to be deliberate about who they are being designed for and who they are designed be. In the same spirit, who are the White they designed House Office be? Science and Technology Policy is inviting public comment about the use of artificial intelligence and other data-driven technologies. How about take New it and America stick it? That's a comment for to you. Engage with this process, and you should too. It's on all of us to ensure that emerging technologies reflect and represent democratic values. They don't. And with that, I will hand off to Michelle Evermore. How about you hand it off right, to me? You can stop. <clears throat> you, or Lynn. You can stop there. <laughs> okay. Now, you've just heard all that. Now, if you go to about the 1010 mark, you're going to see a professor from the uh, New York University's uh, Center for Human Rights and Global Justice. And I want you to, to listen to what he says. Thank you, uh, Michelle, and thanks to the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy and to New America for organizing this, uh, this event today, which is a very important one, I think. So I direct the Digital Welfare State and Human Rights Project at NYU Law, where I also teach. Is this the right guy? This is the 1010. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, you're right where you need to be. And my project undertakes uh, research globally into digital governments, including in the area of social protection uh, and welfare. And we translate this research into action. Uh, for instance, in the form of strategic litigation. And we host a platform for human rights activists, students, academics, policymakers, and others who are working on these issues. And every one of these people uh, for the radio audience, the, the focus they the all look dead in their eyes. They just look dead. Uh, on digital government transformation in the area of social welfare and development is still very recent. Um, I myself got involved in these debates only in 2017, uh, when I organized a country visit uh, to the United States, actually, uh, for the United Nations Special Rapporteur on Extreme Poverty and Human Rights, Philip Alston. Uh, we then investigated with the help of Virginia Eubanks, 
uh, algorithmic scoring in uh, homeless services in uh, California. And that led to a subsequent uh, focus in the United Kingdom on universal credit, the UK's digital welfare system. Uh, we subsequently um, uh, wrote a report for the UN General Assembly that came out in 2019 has been highly influential, which focused on the digital welfare state globally and uh, emerging human rights issues in that context. Now, uh, national governments are rapidly investing in the digital transformation of their domestic welfare systems, uh, both with newer and also with less uh, fancy technologies. And the promise uh, there uh, promises there are manifold, uh, promoting easier access to government, including previously unseen populations, reducing costs and reducing fraud levels, improving government efficiencies by integrating data silos, uh, improving government transparency, uh, and allowing government to build the foundations for uh, a digital economy. And various parts and functions uh, of the welfare state. Uh, both in developed and less developed countries are affected. This goes from uh, applying for benefits, uh, verification of identity of beneficiaries, uh, the assessment of eligibility claims, uh, the calculation and payments of uh, benefits uh, to the classifications of needs and risks. Okay. Uh, welfare state. Okay. He's going to go on and on about all the wonderful streamlining things that are happening. But as we know, this is not for your betterment. This is absolutely not. And if people are wondering, well, he's talking about, you know, this one system, uh, a national governments, and he's, he's brought up the UK and he's brought up, you know, the, you know, California. Well, that's not a nation, that's a state. But the point of it is, is that America already has a one portal for your government and it's supposedly being sold and set up as this is your one stop to be able to access any agency or any service that is run by the federal government. And it's called One Login, I believe. But anyway, it's, it's in the article and you can find it. And I tell you where it's housed in the administration. I tell you um, of the um, I show you the press release for how they are partnering with hundreds and hundreds of private entities to bring about more public private partnerships here in America centered on a digital ID, which is going to be the gateway. And that is the one thing that that gentleman who was speaking was leading to was that the gateway to all of this is your digital ID. And that led me to the UNESCO's documents that uh, will be in today's archives as well. <clears throat> okay. All right. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I, I'm just amazed at what these people are pushing. And, and by the way, I'll, I'll just throw this out there. I have no problem with a digital economy. That's fine. As long as it's not centralized. If you've got it centralized, then you have control. I mean, then you have people controlling it. If you have it broken up like what they're, what I believe they're doing with blockchain, then they can't control it unless they're going to get to the source and they're going to like, I don't know, do a Gestapo thing on you to get into your computer and all this other stuff. But the fact of the matter is they're trying to push this all to centralize it. And Lynn, I played this video from this guy mm-hmm. um, and, and he was talking, he was with the International Bank or something like that. And he's yeah. wanting to push all this control over it to bring everything under one central bank in the world, not just the well, various the central whole, banks. Right. That's the whole point of this this credit system, this blockchain. And if you don't really understand it, my friend Allison uh, writes Wrench in the Gear. I believe it's wrenchinthegear.com. She has done 
extensive research on how Orwellian the blockchain is and that it is not meant for, uh, you know, your personal private account. Mm -mm. No, it's collectivism. It's it's you are micromanaged all the way down to your money, and it may not even be your money by the time all this is done. Okay, I, I haven't I haven't read her stuff. I, I've seen how blockchain works, and it seems to me it keeps an anonymity unless somebody can actually go back to the start and find that she, out. She has a very basic video that she put together that explains what people don't understand about how sinister blockchain is. And so, yeah, I would invite you to to go to her blog. Okay her website, listen to some of her uh, talks. She's gone all over the nation trying to get people to wake up about this sort of thing. Uh, The other webinar that I wanted us to look at, okay, Uh, not really look at, but just to to feature, is the German Marshall Fund, and this is housed in um, Harvard University, okay? Their particular webinar was all about the digital innovation and democracy initiative that they have come up with, which all nice and fancy words, but uh, pretty much what they were doing in this particular webinar was talking about artificial intelligence and consumer protection, consumer rights. When you're going to ask me, well, how in the world does that play into education? Well, you are a consumer of online education, and if you're paying for it, that makes you uh, another type of consumer as well. So you have that going on. But tied to the German Marshall Fund, you will find a group called TechNet. And TechNet is this group that is out to undermine education 100%. And I give you the links to them. It'll tell you how they started up. They're, they're big tech. That's all it is. And they've got lots and lots of technological companies based uh, working with them. And then they also will show you how tech in education is working um, on that next link that I sent. And it's uh, technet.org slash media, then tech at work. And there you go. It'll give you all the ways that technology is being used right now against you in the name of being for you. And if you want to read those, some of those out, Tim, that would be great. Um, tech, is, tech is at work every day, making our living, or excuse me, making our lives better and our economy stronger. American tech companies are advancing life-enhancing innovations that are creating new economic opportunities, revolutionizing healthcare, uh, making work and daily life more accessible for everyone, and solving some of the biggest challenges our society faces today. No matter where you live, from the Rust Belt to the Sun Belt, from the Mid-Atlantic to the Midwest, there is a diverse community of tech entrepreneurs, thinkers, builders, and small business owners committed to making a positive difference. Tech is at work in every community, in every business, every day. During the COVID-19 pandemic, technology has powered our our country by producing personal protective equipment and ventilators, helping – well (laughs) – Okay. <laughs> you provided the, the means to kill people. Thank you for that. Helping scientists to discover new drug treatments. Oh, thank you for that, too. Research vaccines. Thank you for that. I mean, uh, reducing barriers to telework. Uh, your co-conspirators, what I see. Connecting students and teachers. Empowering small businesses with e-commerce solutions. Delivering food. Providing emergency transportation. And facilitating contact tracing. All while upholding IT infrastructures. Now tech is powering 
COVID vaccine distributions. I wonder if they invited anatomy there. I'm just going to have a little fun with the audience from yesterday because I had a brain moment where I didn't say anatomy because my <laughs> my mind was trying to sound out something else. So, yeah, I wonder if anatomy's in that, too. I, I don't know. All right. If you would show folks the image, and again, for those who are listening, we can describe it for you. It's basically a timeline of how our privacy has been eroded in the name of data's sake. And um, we can uh, show that. It's the U.S. government's systematic erosion of our liberties and freedoms and can be tied to the Fabian-style socialistic strategy the United Nations picked up and implemented in the Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and the Sustainable Development Goals, and it's all about collectivism. Now, I give you uh, from the Patriot Act all the way up to when FERPA was gutted as the timeline of how our data is the single uniting factor of collectivism, and by its control at the hands and the agenda of others, we will be herded into groups in nanny state managed. And that is from my archives. All right. All right. We've got that. Uh, you guys are having fun in the chat about that, aren't you? I, I'm never going to live that down. I know they're going to, they're I just, uh, anyway, I never win that with a great guest too, but I will make fun of it. I, you know, That's a, I have my, well, you too. know, <laughs> it, it's all good. It really is. We have to laugh at ourselves, okay? We really do because yes. there's just too much gloom and doom. That's right. And, you know, we can sit here, oh, what is the Lord doing? And, oh, my gosh, I can't believe what's going on. But, you know, yeah, we can do that for a moment. But then we have to remember we're still here. That's we still right. got to kick. That's we right. still have to kick. We really do. All right. On a serious note, Congress has over 600 bills on artificial intelligence in the 117th Congress. Uh, I will give you, I've got you the link for how you can find out that our government already has in place a one portal system that's supposed to make things easier for us as far as accessing them. But just remember that system will be reversed and accesses you in more ways than you're already being accessed now. Uh, I also give you the Center for Democracy and technology's response to the federal government's listening session. Remember the ones I said that I couldn't find the archives to? Well, they've got a response, and I thought, well, they'll have the link. And No, we can't find that. But again, this is on biometrics and artificial intelligence. And they give their response about what they want to see happen uh, with artificial intelligence in our healthcare system. But then if you look at the press release that their CEO has given when the 2020 annual report was, was uh, published, Tim, you will see that they are bragging about the insane amount of power they are having over Congress to influence Congress to come up with all this artificial intelligence BS. Wasn't Congress supposed to serve the people? They're supposed to. Well, that'll be in there for you. Now, you heard the dude from New York University talk about, uh, you know, we wrote this paper and it was for UNESCO. Uh UNESCO is pushing artificial intelligence really big time. And we have a very short video. If we can get that in before we head over to the other side, that would be super because that way if someone can't hang on for what's on the rest of the show, they can at least end with this and go back in the archives. Okay. All that right. Is this is the, the two minute uh, video here. Yeah. The 11, 24, 21 one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Day before Thanksgiving. All right. Uh, let me open this, widen it up here just a little bit. And here we go.
technologies are at the cutting edge in transforming the world and the way we live. Maximizing positive impact of AI technologies is high on the international agenda. AI can provide millions of students with support to complete secondary education and fill an additional 3.3 million jobs. It is estimated that the use of artificial intelligence technologies can generate nearly 4 trillion in added value for global markets by 2022, an increase of 70% from 2017. Nevertheless, would you trust a machine to decide on whether you should have access to a bank loan? No. Artificial intelligence evidently can bring downside risk and challenges. I can't trust a person to do that. Today, the international community has no truly global instrument to channel benefits and tackle risk of artificial intelligence technologies. This is what UNESCO wants to support through its work on a recommendation on ethics of artificial intelligence. This is a truly grand endeavor because ethics is everything. This moral ground is translated into developing solutions from artificial intelligence aligned with human goals and in full respect of human dignity, human rights, and all the values and principles that we believe in and that have proven so important in these tyrant times that we are all together in these tyrant times. facing and trying to cope with. The recommendation is the basis for ensuring that these technologies enhance the quality of life, it provides for concrete measures to control the downsides, and proposes solutions for current and anticipated problems. We invite everyone to join us in this endeavor, as artificial intelligence is everyone's business. <laughs> Thank you, comrade. We appreciate you speaking so clearly about what's going on here. <laughs> um, here's the thing, right quick, before this goes sure. on. It's always interesting to me, Lynn, that people mm-hmm. like this, they talk about our shared common values, and this is ethics, and this uh, these, these ethics that we believe in. Well, why don't you spell those ethics out to us and define them so we can see whether or not we really do agree with those things? They never want to do that. They, they want to hide behind these things that people think are are actually moral. They they appeal to the law of God. They appeal to um, the 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 nature of God and of His character. They appeal to that with their words, but their actions are something else. Well, <clears throat> she did mention ethics. She did mention morals. She did say all the concepts and the the beliefs that we have. Well, that's not we. That is UN. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to know their principles, it's called Sustainable Development Goals, and there are 17 of them. And uh, artificial intelligence will embed itself and already has in all 17, and education is number four. Um, Okay, so I know that we are uh, running out of time, but uh, you had that little video. Then I give you the summary for the ethics in the artificial intelligence you, If you want to see the entire report, which I urge you to see it, you will have to download it. I give you the page uh, for that. Uh, you'll see education mentioned on pages 2, 5, 9, and 22. And it's on page 2, Tim, that you will see every one of the human rights declarations, um, the children's right, uh, human rights uh, declaration. You will see all the declarations that the UN has put out in the last 50 years are woven into this new artificial intelligence ethics. So if you want to talk about what, what do they want to believe, 
go back and read all those. And we've talked about some of those declarations. We've talked about the Global Citizen Pledge. Well, you know, that wasn't specifically mentioned, but you know that's what it's coming to. All right. Uh, Then you're going to see an organization from the UN. It's called AI for Good. It will show you how artificial intelligence is already attaching itself to all 17 of the goals. And it will also give you the sustainable development goals for education and artificial intelligence. And uh, we even have a curriculum sample to look at. So uh, if you want to, we can go through some of that on the other side of the, the hour. Okay. All right. We can do that. Okay. Cool. Oh, okay. So we, we're going to go over a little bit. Yep, we certainly are. Okay, all right, we'll 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 do that. Now we've got about two minutes on this side, so I don't know if you want to sure. pick up with some stuff here or not. But uh, you know, it's real interesting to me. Somebody was mm-hmm. saying, uh, I think it was um, Suzanne in the in the chat saying the UN needs to go by any means necessary. I agree. So if you have anybody, whether they're at a county level, a state level, or a federal level, the mm-hmm. one thing, well, the one thing you need to ask them besides name the first ten amendments to the Bill of Rights. Okay, that. Have them do that. If they can't do that, they're not worthy of your vote. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, will you do everything in your power constantly, not one time, will you do it through the service of your office to push to get America out of the United Nations and get the United Nations out of the United States? If you won't do that, you're not worthy of the vote either, because we can take this whole thing down by just doing that. Mm -hmm. We really could take down this whole global conspiracy against the people just by removing and defunding completely the United Nations. We really could do that. Right. And we do have an action item. Absolutely, we do. We have until January the 15th of 2022, Tim, to visit the Federal Registry and to give our comments on how we're seeing artificial intelligence either improve our lives or damage our lives. And that is something that we can absolutely do. Uh, Will it make a difference? Who knows? It might. But if you don't take the opportunity to have your voice be heard, it for sure will not be heard. Yeah. And and I got to tell you, Lynn, with a lot of this stuff going on, we're seeing it with the ATF and them trying to uh, redefine machine guns, uh, Mm -hmm. arm, you know, what are the what are the pistol braces and all this other kind of stuff that they don't have the authority to do. It's not their job to define those things. Um, Actually, it would be Congress's job to do it, but they don't have the authority to do it either. We never authorize them to be defining things. And people think machine guns are so bad. I'm just giving that as an example. The problem is, is that you're not they're not allowed to restrict or to regulate our rights as to what arms we have. They just don't have that ability to do that. Anyway, with that said, uh, check out. Lynn at CommonCoreDiva.com CommonCoreDiva.com You can go there and you can also make a donation to help her out for all of the work she does. She gives of her time not only to look up this stuff and write about it but to come on the show and talk about it to educate the people so they can fight against it. Uh, Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central and we'll be back with you Lord willing in the morning 6 a.m. See ya. Okay, uh, for everybody coming over from Red State Talk, welcome... uh, Red State Talk, welcome. Red State, <laughs> Anna Tommy, good to have you. <laughs> Everybody from Red State Talk Radio coming over, welcome. And uh, Lynn, you've got a little more that you want to give the people. And uh, do, so I'm going to turn it over them, to you. 
Right. I, I wanted folks to absolutely be able to see the documents that we talked about, the, the UNESCO uh, summary, the, the report, so that they can see, again, it's not just us dreaming this stuff up. It's out there and you need to have it in your hands. So this will be the summary for the UNESCO ethics. It was right underneath the video link. And it says UNESCO member states adopt first ever global agreement for ethics and artificial intelligence. So there we go. So there's the summary. Okay. And it says, I believe it gives you if you want to download it option. I believe that's there, but um, I don't know if you can see that or not, Tim. I'm not seeing it yet. They may give something a little further down. Yep. There it is. Read the full text. Yeah. So you go there. That may be what that is here. Is that what that Mm -hmm. is here? Yeah. And you can download it. And this is where you could see that little box and you can get to the page numbers. You could see all their whereas's and herefores and and, and all that kind of stuff. But again, if you want to, uh, page two shows you what I was telling you about all those different declarations. Uh, And this is how they're embedding everything. That's on page two. Oh, let's just make it easy on ourselves. <laughs> I can't remember how many pages this entire document is, but it, 30, it's, it says thirty nine on the PDF. At least what the PDF is. Right. It, yeah. All right. So I don't know. If Actually, you see it's it a yet. it's a it's like a word doc is what it is. It it absolutely is. So it'll be really easy for folks to access. I do believe. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there, and I believe it is. Yeah, bear in mind. It's the paragraph that starts with bear in mind, and that's when they start going into all these different. Um, okay, well, this is an introduction here, so let's see what we've yeah, got. I, so, <clears throat> there's several things going on, and I wasn't at that particular page, so that's okay. It came. That's it okay. came up on page 14. Was that intentional? I don't know. I have no that idea. That was the link that you provided me. So I, maybe we yeah, should go back to That might have been where I left off. That would have been oh, my okay. fault. All right. <laughs> well, I didn't know if that's okay. where you wanted to go or not. So it's, it did no, say that's okay. page, but on page But 14. on page two, if you look for the paragraph that starts, bear in mind. Oh, on page Then, we'll go back then to page on two. page five, you'll see um, education at the very top of the page. Uh, yeah, page I, nine. This is like items. I don't see a bear in yeah. mind. That, that's okay. Uh, page nine will give you the full compliance with the uh, sustainable development goals. And then on page 22, bullet point number 118 gives you the whole reason why UNESCO is coming up with all this garbage in the first place. So it is in there. I do know that. Okay. okay. All right. We'll, we'll so, trust you and people can look it up in a little bit. That's absolutely right. Okay. Um, all right. Now, if we want to go to the next one, this is the all for, uh, excuse me, the AI for good.org. And this is where you will see it with the sustainable development goals. Now, remember the sustainable development goals intersect every aspect of our lives so just like that one place was saying okay we want big tech and ai at every policy table this one will absolutely be able to do it and uh, so there you have uh, artificial intelligence and sustainable development goals uh i don't know if you want to read that real quick or not before we get over to the education aspect of artificial intelligence okay what did you say we're doing here Okay, if you'll 
I don't know if you want to read how artificial intelligence is in those 17 goals, that little paragraph. I don't know if you want to do that or go straight to the education part. Yeah, no, we can we can read that off. Um, The 17 goals, sustainable development goals were adapted by the United Nations with the universal call to action to help reimagine a better future for everyone by 2030, bringing together multidisciplinary talent latest technology and financial resources, AI for good, is serving as the leading platform to accelerate this pursuit. Learn about the different goals and the work being done to measure and accelerate their progress. Yep. And so if you'll go to quality education, you click on any of those links that you want Uh and you can, yeah, you can go to precisely how AI will factor in. And there you go. There you go. So you have your current situation. Then you have how AI will help it. Isn't that special? Yeah, well, let's just look at that. Impact and opportunity. Current project focuses on bringing technology and educational tools to remote geographic regions that contain large populations of people who do not have basic necessities and infrastructures. These tools for basic educational services include... High-speed internet connect- connectivity. Oh, oh well, yeah, they got to have that, right? Mm-hmm. Online educational content. Yeah, they got to have that too, right? And remote learning for isolated communities or those under the convicts. Uh, other goals include reducing barriers to vocational and technological or technical education, building Workforce. and upgrading. Yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, building and upgrading current schools and expanding financial opportunities for developing countries. And then they have the training, education, and opportunities for teachers in these regions is key to achieving sustainable progress. Now, let me just stop right there because, mm-hmm. you know, Lynn, you and I both are homeschool parents. And one of the things that I noticed, uh, you know, even when when my wife and I were looking at, you know, way back when, looking at uh, home educating the kids, uh, we looked at people and one of the things they said was, can you learn something? Can you read something for yourself and learn learn about something that you want to learn about? And we said, yeah. It says, well, all all teaching is is doing that and then transferring that to your children. That's all it is. It's it's learning. That's that's what it is. It's as simple as that. What is a good teacher? A teacher is someone who has learned something and they can pass that information on to their disciple, their their learner. Right, and but not under this. Not system. under this. Yep. Mm-mm, not under this system because on page 17, you can probably say it with me. All every student to, succeeds at. Yeah, every student succeeds at. All education has to be aligned to the same post secondary readiness standards, and it is followed with every educator, not teacher, educator, because that's being redefined as well, has to also be credentialed, Tim, to teach those uh, same post-secondary rating standards. So under this system, and again, it doesn't respect whether you're public, private, homeschool, hybrid, charter, parochial, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're in higher education or you're in community college. This system is to do precisely what you just read, and that is to align a workforce development system. And we've said that so many times. But now if you'll go back to that page, I want to show folks where they can scroll down and actually sign up to get a sample of the curriculum. It's it's in there. It'll tell you, oh, we have all these resources for you. We have all these publications for you. And their uh, particular uh, curriculum that they're doing all this in 
education, Tim, is called Launchpad. And if you go to that link, what I did was I took a bullet for the team. Excuse me. I took a bullet for the team. I had to sign up with UNESCO to get this stupid uh, material downloaded to my computer. So I have it and you can uh, access that particular link. That way you don't have to sign up for it. Okay. I'm sure I'll be pelted with stuff from them from now on, but that's okay. But there's their launch pad and it gives you all these resources uh, where it says individual resources. So if you want to look at what a semester looks like under this AI and SDG uh, education system, you can see it. If you want to see the the matrix, if you want to see the teaching material, it's all right there for you. Wait a minute. Our programs have reached more than 500 students in five, in five countries. countries. <laughs> wow. 500 students in five countries. You guys are really moving along here. With collaboration on a range of SGD topics from carbon sequestration and curtailing media bias to ocean health and predicting refugee migration. Oh, Oh, boy. I mean, but 500 students, boy, that's a that's a milestone. I got to tell you. Well, you know, it starts off small, but you know they're going to envelop everything. But, yeah, I wanted folks to see what those launch pad materials are so that you can see if you question where education is going under this system, you don't have to. They've got it for you, and they're going to use it against every one of us, which is why we need to see this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I agree. I agree. And it needs to be shut down. Again, I, you know, I'm tossing out the idea – United Nations is one thing. And if people wonder why I'm looking around, it's because I changed up this display thing so we can make – hopefully Lynn's mouth is with her words. <laughs> that's that's why I'm doing it. But one of the things, Lynn, is with all of this is we've got to have a solution for it. And i got to tell mm-hmm. you, I just don't buy that telling these guys anymore that we're against this. They're pushing – they're going to ram this agenda down our throat. And I think the only power the people have is at the local level, at, whether it's at the county, to speak out there and to shut it down in the county. If you can get the people to understand what's going on, I- invite mm-hmm. your, your representatives over for dinner. Talk to them about what's going on. Press that. If you got to record them, record them. Say, I'm going to record this conversation so that we can – I can make sure that when you say, hey, I understand, and we need to do that, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. And if they're uncomfortable with that, well, then there's a problem. If if they have right. a problem being on camera, I wouldn't have a problem being on camera speaking my mind about what things are there. So we've either got to stop it there, or we've got to stop it at the state level, or we're going to have to really seriously consider, and I think this is a serious consideration we need to have anyway, of a secession to pull the power from the beast system that's growing and continuing Mm -hmm. to grow and continuing to devour us in D.C. and just eliminate that power at all. You have no power over us anymore. We're seceding from you. We're going to handle things ourselves. Thank you very much. Right. And we also need to remember that a lot of the ways that this is happening is not just in D.C., but it's at your state capitol. But look at all the programs that your state participates in where they involve higher education or any sort of educational entity. And remember, through the Every Student Succeeds Act, Tim, those community-wide services were uh, enlarged 
through the CARES Act, through the Emergency uh, Relief Fund Acts that have happened. We, and we've talked about those as well. All these acts have been brought about to throw more money at the supposed problem, not to help fix things, but to help groom it all so that it can be, oh, well, we're from the government and we're here to help. And you can't think your way out of a paper bag, so we're here to do it for you. And we'll tell you where you can live and where you can go and what you can do. And we'll tell you what medicines you can take and what food you can eat. Yeah, and let's just remind people, these are the same people who say they we can't think our way of a paper bag. These are the same people who put us $30 trillion in debt. Two hundred and something trillion dollars, you know, with all of the stuff that they they've they've promised the people. Uh, so these are people who can't fix us. They they can't find a solution to the problem. All their solutions create more problems. Uh, they create bigger government. They create more burdens for the people. These mm-hmm. are the same people who say, "Trust us." You know, we have your best intention in mind, or we we care about your health, or we care about your security or your safety. Blah 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 blah. And they go right down the line, and they're the very mm-hmm. ones involved in. Many times, they're caught with their hand in the cookie jar on false flags and a lot of other things that they do, and so they're telling us to trust them. I, as far as I'm concerned, you don't you don't trust any of them. You just don't yeah. trust any of them. There's there's no right. trust to be had. Well, we were we were told, you know, don't put your trust in princes. You know, that's put right. It, put it in the Lord. Yeah, so that's, that's exactly what we right need to do. Okay, well, if you'd like to check out any of this information, at commoncordiva.com. I do have a donate button if you wish to help support. I am offering right now uh, in this season of Advent a, a small family guide. Suggested donation is two dollars per copy. Uh, if you want contact Tim. We can get that to you. And um, that is to help you get through this horrible time with some semblance of family fun, but also uh, increasing your Bible knowledge. Yeah. And education too. We, In fact, I put mm-hmm. that up as a PDF last week. So I'll grab right. it from last week and we'll put it in the archive so people will have it. Uh, right. It is a it is a type of catechism where we're we're teaching, and that's not a bad mm-hmm. word, people. Just so you know, it's a Greek word, katecheo. We we get catechism from it, and that is it's to teach, it's to ask questions, it's to provide answers, and so uh, you you know you can use some of this in your with your family to educate them on the truth of God's word, of the Messiah that He has provided, in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of mankind. Uh, and savior of sinners, uh, to, to not just right. save them from the wrath of God to come, not just to do that, but to save them from sin here and now, that he, he drives you away from sin. So we, we want to encourage that, and that will be in the archive right. later this morning. Lynn, Absolutely. do you want to finish up with a final comment? And also, once you do that, tell people where they can find out more about you. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I wanted to also say that, um, you know, this all sounds pretty scary, and it is, but we are supposed to keep our eyes on the Lord. We are supposed to not fear. I say that not only to encourage you, but to help encourage myself, because as I do this research, it some, it is hard. It is heartbreaking. It's lonely. It's troublesome. And I can get so lost in the ruck of what I'm researching that I sometimes lose sight. So, you know, prayer for uh, what I do, prayer for my family as for yours as well. But also look at uh, Breaking News Journal TV on Roku and Amazon. That is an entire network that is designed for the family, clean TV, and we need that to become a revolution. I have a channel there that you can subscribe to. I think it's like three bucks a month and you can have access to all the content there. So that would really help uh our our 
uh, encouragement grow to have access to information like that, as well as entertainment as well. Yeah, I think the guys over at Gab, Andrew Torba, mm-hmm. we're, we're trying to get Andrew on. He he had just had, mm-hmm. a, I think, a, a baby. His wife had a baby. Mm-hmm. He didn't have one, but his wife did. And um, so we're trying to get Andrew on because Andrew has this big vision of things like that, too. Entertainment mm-hmm. that is uh, Bible-based, that is that um, encourages the family, not discourages it. Right. Uh, also, a, a number of things like abilities to pay. Uh, where you're having a lot of these banks coming down on uh, gun stores and you know pro-family outlets and all this other kind of stuff. They're trying to shut them down. Mm-hmm. PayPal, uh, if you're speaking out against the pandemic and all this stuff, they're wanting to shut you down, not giving you any access to that. Andrew and his guys over at Gab are really ha- are well-rounded. They're not just looking for a social media platform. They're looking right. at just, I mean, pushing the crown rights of King Jesus everywhere in all of this big tech stuff they're mm-hmm. looking to push it everywhere so you know i would encourage you guys and you know stephen andrews over at usa.life he's wanting to open up a uh, a search engine over there 1776 free go and support those guys yeah fine keeping the where the devil has made his turf on facebook and twitter and all this other keep in there stay in the fight don't leave it stay in the fight with that but go support these other guys too because they're the ones leading the way uh, impressing the very things that many of you who listen to this show say that you want to see. So go and support those guys. So, Lynn, did you get every you got everything in that you needed to say about uh, where people can find I did, you? Right? I okay. did. The archives is the archive will be so full of of everything that we've talked about, and then there's even more. So, yeah, there are blogs for you to go check out so you can get more information on this, and uh, you know, just arm yourselves to the teeth because we got to. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lynn. As always, we appreciate you. you and uh, all of the information that you give us. We we really do appreciate you uh, coming on. And, uh, you know, Lynn comes on every Wednesday. Again, she's not going to toot her own horn here, but uh, she comes on every Wednesday. She's She writes at least one article a week, usually, uh, maybe two, something like that. Uh, she's on numerous interviews. I know that she speaks to other people. She travels and she goes and she has a heart to help you guys out there who might need help in your area of understanding that or communicating it to your county or city council or something like that. So she does these things, and um, she basically says, hey, if you can help me out, help me out. So you guys remember Lynn as well and uh, and support her. Also support Sons of Liberty. I, I've told you the ways you can do that uh, if you believe in our message. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And then, Lord willing, we'll be back with you in the morning, 6 a.m., bright and early. And we'll talk to you then. See you.